Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Palmaville. And joining us as always is the Sports Outsider, one Philip J. Ranta. My middle name does not start with a J. What does oh, your wait, middle name it? start with? An hey, e. Fucking don't care. Philip E. Yeah, Ranta? There it is. Edward? Huh? Edward? Close. Edwin. Got the first three le- There we go. Edwin. Your middle name is Edwin. I've told you this like 30 <laughs> times in the past 10 years we've known I feel each other. Like, I feel like I blank it out every time so I can have the joy of learning it the first time yeah. over and over again. That's, That's a great yep. middle That's name. That's a great middle name. It's a strong, almost royal, almost regal. Yeah. Is it a family name? Is it, it a, is a family name, yeah. I'm my, getting, uh, my grandfather's name, may he rest in peace. I'm what getting royal, but more of like a foppish hemophiliac royal. Okay, I just said that my dead <laughs> grandfather had that name. Jerk. Okay. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. I made Joel feel uncomfortable. Hey, sports, right? Right. For reals. Yeah, but I'm the outsider. I don't know much about it. You see any oh. games this week? Uh, yes, I did. Oh, I saw something on Facebook that yeah, indicated you did. this. I went to go see the, the, the Dodgers play the Tigers. Oh, my gosh. I didn't do that. I'm yeah. kind of pissed, but I didn't do that. Who'd you go with? The second City. It was the Second City oh, alumni night. I wanted to get so those tickets, How? Too, what were your impressions of the baseball game? Uh, I had two Dodgers dogs and two very large beers. Wonderful. <laughs> and uh, the Tigers won in overtime. Was it one of those Extra things innings. where so you went, you went last you night? Kept, yep. You kept getting food from the concession stands, and then you got sleepy around the seventh inning and fell asleep. And no, so I, I was like, awake the whole time. to carry him to the car. I was, no, I was awake the whole time. I'm whispering <laughs> to not wake up past me that could have been. No, it's, uh, it was fun. I had fun. There was, it was a good view, and like they were hitting. like The Tigers were up 6-3, and then in the bottom of the ninth, uh, the Dodgers came back and tied it to 6-6. First career home run for Nick Castellanos. Sure. Drew Smiley pitched three scoreless innings. <laughs> Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Brought to you by... Bags. Put your apples or oranges in a bag, but not together. You could put them in a you bag together. You could put them in, in a bag together. Not but. according to the jingle. <laughs> I did not know the bag council was so a, into fruit segregation. It was a dated yeah. jingle. It did was we, back when then they... Did we know that when we, we took them on as sponsors? As long as the checks say payable to sports, sports, sports podcast. I yeah. don't know. What if they wind up saying something like really offensive? Oh, let's hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, oh, that would be really awkward that for that all of us. Happen. I would hate that to be a setup to a payoff. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the Johnny Football Road Show is coming to a city near you. Provided that city had a really shitty football team last year. Hey. Hey. So, uh, so Johnny Manziel, he's been all over the country now. You mm-hmm. got the NFL draft coming up. And before the draft, you know, the top players will meet with several teams. Yeah. Getting evaluated by him. So, he's, he's basically been going around to meet all these countries. Uh, countries. Meet <laughs> all these teams. <laughs> yep. And make an even worse name for millennials in the process. Oh, sure. Good. So, with that in mind, let's take a look at where, where he's been. Yeah. And uh, where he's traveling to. And, and how, just how. Has he yeah. acted like an entitled white guy in a trucker, trucker hat? I can't wait to hear it. First, I uh, went to New England. Ooh. You know, Boston, Foxborough. Why is he going there? He met with Patriots personnel. How on earth do they think that they'd be able to draft him? While there, he took a hot dog bun, put his dick in it, and walked around to anybody who would listen saying, How's this for a lobster roll? 
check it seriously. I sunburned my dick tanning, so this really works. <laughs> yeah, it'd have to be very red. Yeah. Ter- terrible. Yeah. Then he met with the Minnesota Vikings, uh, Vikings head coach, Mike mm-hmm. Zimmer, who he referred to during the interview interchangeably as Coach Zipper and Coach Hummer. Afterwards, mm. the two went to dinner, and sources indicate Coach Zimmer had to twice talk Manziel out of a dine and dash. Oh, wow. He should pay for his food. Yeah, isn't, isn't the team paying anyway? That, that's, a, that's basically, Well, yeah. one thing about Johnny Manziel, good foot speed, especially yeah, for a quarterback. Good so foot maybe speed. not such a bad idea. A uh, trip to Oakland followed in which Johnny Football constantly referred to the area as Gay Town, presumably referring to Oakland's across-the-bay neighbor, San Francisco. Sure. When it was, this was pointed out to Manziel, he put his sunburned dick in a hot dog bun and said, Lobster roll time! Which is like a callback, but there's not so many lobsters he in the Pacific. No, I think it's not a callback. I think he only has that joke. Yeah, that, that's that, it for He kind of has one speed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he appeared on, uh, oh, he went to uh, Jacksonville. Uh, okay. Home of the Tim Tebow <laughs> oh, movement. No. Enemy territory, as it right, were. Right, yeah. Row. Uh, he went on a local radio show. It referred to the city as Jack Offville. Ah, uh, no, Johnny. But, but local radio morning show, uproarious laughter. Right, right because okay. that's their speed yeah. right there. <laughs> Uh, and, and actually, Houston is next on the docket. That's, you know, hometown Houston. Well, not his hometown, not but close his enough. Hometown, but yeah. many, many fans want the Texans to uh, draft the native Texan who, you know, led Texas A&M to uh, become an SEC power in the right. first two years. I and was not expecting that at all. <laughs> authorities are already preparing Houston's George Bush Airport for crowds of Texas football fans chanting, Lobster roll! Lobster roll! Lobster roll! <laughs> they love that uh, joke there. Yeah. They can't get enough of his is joke there. Is that the George Bush Airport in Houston? It is. Yeah. It used, they Herbert closed Walker? Hobby. Yeah, they closed no. Hobby, um, and they uh, it was Houston Intercontinental. They renamed it. I did a Wikipedia search for this story. This nice. is When did that happen? Don't do Probably after his presidency. <laughs> Probably after. Yeah. So before that, they're like, let's name it after the head of the CIA. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people don't do that. Yeah, and in Herbie retrospect, Watts. it was a pretty smart move in Houston's part. Once he got elected president, they were like, yeah, they they were totally hipster about him. Also, yeah. wait, wait till he's done. You know, with his job, yeah. you don't want a Pete Rose Way situation. <laughs> right. You don't want a Joe Paterno statue situation. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You don't want to have to name an airport and then rename it something else. <laughs> or like Edward Snowden International Airport. <laughs> yeah. They were sure he was going to be president someday. <laughs> Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Brought to you by Bags. Put him over the head of somebody who's not the same race as you. No, no, Whoa. do not. No, what? I cannot that emphasize was this. Was horrible. First of all, you were right, Joel. Racism <laughs> aside, this is a public health thing. Nobody put put your head in a plastic bag. No, no, you do not well, put someone else. Say a plastic bag. It might be a canvas. Could it might be, be any sort of bag. Oh, just don't put don't put your head in a bag. Don't put now, anyone's head in a bag. Beyond that, that's also that just seems like such a, a weird sort of application of racism. Yeah. Well, bags I guess, and heads? Well, his only way of speaking was through bags, I guess. Yeah, I so. guess if you're racist and you are looking for ways to promote bags, that would be that's way it. To do that's it. That's the end of the road for him. Yeah. It's a big problem in the South. That is a big problem. <laughs> I guess, well, I mean, they've already paid us for the next three weeks. So. What do we got on the show today? <laughs> well, we have, uh, is it Francis Guggenheim? Francis Guggenheim yep, Francis back Guggenheim. on. Uh, one, of the, one of the members of the ownership group that bought the Dodgers Right, Guggenheim year, and Associates, Guggen- right, yep. or something? Uh, no connection to the New York Museum. Right. right. Um, but Not he, those Guggenheims. Yeah, he's right. going ca- to come talk to us about, it's a new season of baseball. I guess he might be settling into his new role as an owner of a baseball team, and he's going to mm. talk to us about 
some of the new sort of uh, concession stand offerings that and, sounds and awesome. you yeah, know promotional days at uh, I was Dodger just Stadium. there, so I got to experience it. Oh, All right, absolutely. I'll have a lot to talk You'll to about. You'll be getting burritos. Oh, you will geez. not be here during yeah. this time. Pete, I actually have something to talk you to about this time. very rude to the guests. Gosh Very darn it. frequently. Gosh darn it. <laughs> on, the, on the rare oh, occasion that we let you stay for an interview, you immediately remind us why we don't do that. Yeah, that's because I just hate people so much. You hear that, fans of Sports 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 Podcast? I hate people. Hey, but do you like weird people? I do. What if those weird people played sports? Uh, if they were like some sort of... Uh, peculiar athletes. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like an odd competitive athlete. Right, like a yeah. weird sportsman. Right, we got one of those. Then I would talk about him for seven minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. That part two of Greatest the one that we were doing last Oh, right, Mike, Mike Tyson. Tyson. Hey, this yeah. is the lighter side. The yes. lighter side of Mr. Tyson. All right. <laughs> and then news, news, news. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. UConn wins national championship. Whoa. March Madness ends in a bracket bloodbath. Boo. All the Starks are dead. <laughs> and your final four picks, history. Even Aria? <laughs> Come on, Phil. Oh. What are you doing? I'm a little yeah. behind. Oh, I'm sorry. UConn beat Kentucky 60-54 uh, to 54 in a Boo. game that they never trailed. Never trailed. Uh, this was the first time ever a national title game did not have at least a one, two, or three seed. This, of course, wow. resulted in a championship game of two unknowns, UConn <laughs> and Kentucky. Never heard of them. Uh, the UConn Huskies basketball team defeated the Kentucky Wildcats, earning the school's fourth national championship since 1999. It represents the first time they've won since longtime coach Jim Calhoun stepped down. Calhoun. That's right. Incidentally, is the sound Huskies make at night. Calhoun. <laughs> Google News. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they won. But, yeah. But really, just a year ago, it shows you how quickly things can change. Just a year ago, they were in rough shape. They were booted from the Big East, allegedly, for taking communion without attending confession earlier oh in the week. Oh, my God. That's, they should have been booted. Uh, yeah. They, they joined. Paternos over there, right? Yeah. They, you know, you're going to take communion. Confession earlier in the week. Right. Kind of thing. They joined the new American Athletic Conference, which has institutions like the University of Central Florida. Oh, fine. You Basketball see, program. I think it's just getting rougher here. You're booted <laughs> out of the Big East for not being Catholic enough. Yep. Now you're in a conference with University of Central Florida. Jim Calhoun, the longtime head coach who built the program, left over health issues associated with saying his name like a husky. Calhoun. I'm, I'm kidding. He left because he had cancer. Oh, that's worse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> even worse. worse. And, then, and then they were banned from March Madness over grades problems, which nearby Yale had a repressed, emotionless laugh about <laughs> at them. Yeah. You know men of Yale. Yeah, I do. You know those Yaleys. Yeah. And all of these problems <laughs> led to five key players uh, leaving – to go to other schools or organizations. Holy crap. The most notable of which is the National Basketball Association. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. So they, they, they lost a lot of key players, and yet they, they still were able to win. Good for them. Yeah. That's a, that's a Rudy story. No, not good for one. them. What oh. did, you, did you have Kentucky winning it all in your bracket? Or? No, but. Why do you, what do you care? That, what, what's they your... bounce state. Oh. I came I'm in, still I came bitter. In fourth in my bracket out of 12. In my office. That's pretty good. Yeah, I finished pretty. way – I mean, I again, I had uh, – I finished third out of eight. 
Hey, there we go. My ratio is a little better, but there you go. I had Kansas over Duke in the final game in all my brackets, so guess what? Didn't work out. Of course. Yikes. While his team lost, John Calipari, Kentucky's head coach, absolutely killed at the press conference. Hey. When asked about the future of his wildly talented and incredibly young team, Calipari was heard to wryly remark, I think all these kids are coming back, so I think we should be good. <laughs> good the, the story notes that the, this got a huge laugh. <laughs> he then called the group the most coachable bunch he ever had, but, you know, you got the laughter showmanship. You, just, you go out in the laugh line. Yeah. yeah. Good Get, night, everybody. Exactly. I think they all should be back. Good night, reporters. Um, <laughs> that's that. Wait, wait. More Yukon basketball. What? Oh, yeah. UConn women's basketball wins national championship, too. What? This is their second college basketball double, isn't it? Wow. It is. They also petitioned uh, the NCAA to take the cutesy T-O-O off the women's trophy. Yeah, that's smart. Or the like, women's basketball. Too. It says yeah. national championship, like lowercase T, lowercase O, lowercase O. Right. Exclamation yeah. point. In different colors yeah. that look like crayon. Kind of demeaning. <laughs> little bit, yeah. little bit. Also, the Hello Kitty shirts they held out uh, afterwards yeah, to show the championship. Yeah. Kind of yeah. demeaning. Uh, so it was their it was their first national uh, title matchup between two undefeated teams. UConn defeated Notre Dame and improved to forty and zero, while the Fighting Irish fell to thirty seven and one. And that one really hurts, don't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's always it. the one. Uh, UConn outscored Notre Dame thirty two to ten in the paint in the first half because Ooh. nothing says women's basketball quite like layups. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Actually, no, no. There's one more thing that Buzzer says women's beaters. basketball. No. Oh, okay. It's women's basketball. Oh, okay. Passing. <laughs> UConn had 25 assists. Holy shit. For comparison's sake, John Calipari once had a nightmare that his Kentucky team finished a game with 20. <laughs> wow. That's a nightmare. Yeah, that was a nightmare. Wow. No, both in the, in the men's national title game, both UConn and Kentucky combined for 19 assists. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, Gino Ariema. Uh, UConn's head coach won his ninth national championship with UConn, a new record that passes Tennessee and longtime Tennessee great Pat Summit. Yeah. Once again, establishing the third great adage that still rings true today: "Boys are better than girls." <laughs> Sorry, so Pat. So he he cleared that summit at some things. <laughs> Phil with the feminist content. It's also his, thank you. Is at a, some things. Right. But but Notre Dame's uh, head coach has been there a while too, and she's an yeah. up and comer. She's uh, the head coach, and she's also the newest Sesame Street character, Muffet McGraw. Her Ooh, name, that's wait, fun. her name's Muffet. Muffet McGraw. Did she it, sit in a tuffet? Actual name Muffet McGraw. Is she a quick draw? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Especially. Not especially. <laughs> okay. Uh, the victory of the day after the men's mean that UConn has both national championship winners in basketball for the second time. Yeah. Uh, this is the o- they're the only school to ever do That's it. That's a hell of an achievement. Which means one thing. Caligula-style invitation-only orgy. Ooh, That's how it should be. I would right. love to be at that orgy. Jointly hosted by the men and women's basketball team. Right, but they don't participate. They're just hosting. They serve what the beverages. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. What Ground they- rules are simple. Ground rules are simple, real quick. Yeah. Varsity athletes get priority. Nobody from the School of Engineering. Okay. <laughs> Each team gets 10 vetoes. Oh, great. <laughs> and uh, Use on the guys' team, no passing, right? <laughs> no passing on yeah. the guys' team.
Okay, joining us now, uh, multi-billionaire and part owner of the Los Angeles Dodgers, uh, one Francis Guggenheim. Hello, Joel Anderson. Hello, Jordan Palmerville. It's good to be You're here. You're a representative yes, here from the Guggenheim group. Yes, not yep. that Guggenheim, though. No, no. Yes, the, yes. the other Guggenheim. Yep, the other Guggenheim. The other sort of... The, the, not the same family. Yes, the other famed yes. Guggenheim family of, uh, of, of great wealth. Uh, yes. Over many generations. No, I am one of the owners of the, uh, what you call, Dodgers. Or as yes. I've heard often said in the stadium, the Yayers. <laughs> I think yes. you're mishearing yeah. them. They I've say learned how Dyers. to pronounce it the yeah. way that the fans do. They go, go Yayers. <laughs> like that. They do, sort of. Yes, you know. they do. Well, you know, you have the team with uh, the largest payroll in baseball Absolutely. by leaps and bounds. That's large? <laughs> It, it, that payroll yeah, is actually that's the largest. Hold on, payroll. let me write this with my golden quill somewhere. That's largest large. largest okay, payroll good. in baseball. You hope you're going to win some games. Oh, I know we're going to win some games because we're all about fan spirit at the Dodgers. I was going to yeah. say, yep. what, are you, what are you doing blue. for the fans? Yes. Yes. It's well, so, not just because we're a bunch of blue bloods. It sounds That's, like in addition to, to spending heavy on the team, you have uh, you have decided to also spend uh, heavily on. Uh, redoing the sort of entire fan experience oh, at the yes, stadium. Oh, yes, absolutely. You might notice some changes if you've been around. Some people said, oh, it's there's clearly been different things that I've seen this year. And yeah. as you know, in the past, uh, some people have described me as a little out of touch. It's aloof. I would yeah. say stuffy. Sometimes yeah. it's yeah. a little stuffy. Which I don't understand why they would say that. Well, I'm just like you. You're a Yale grad. Yeah, I'm a Yaley. <laughs> Yes, but didn't didn't stay in the dorms there. You you do seem fairly separated from the sort of world that that you know average Americans or working class Americans are living in. It yes. just seems like you're disconnected from. Which that. is why I decided to make a couple of gestures that shows that I'm just like one of you and one of you, Jordan. Oh, me too. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, so 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 some more uh, like stuff what? geared towards the working class. Yes, absolutely. So the first thing I learned is I. I went to, one day I was happening by one of your Mr. Taco Bell's restaurants. <laughs> just Taco Bell. Yep. Just Taco Bell. And I, I caught a glimpse of something that someone was eating in his hand that looked like tin foil and garbage <laughs> with steam coming off of it. And he was eating it and smiling and saying, oh, goodness, this is delicious. And I went, aha! What we're going to start doing along with the yeah, your dogs yeah. is also serve a tin foil and garbage <laughs> special. And people can order and eat it because I know how much the non-rich love tinfoil and garbage well, with steam coming off of it. So so the garbage is going to be served hot. Oh, it'll be well, hot garbage. You yes. say garbage, but like in Chicago, they have a garbage-style pizza. It means pizza supreme. So I'm assuming, yep. what, what do you actually mean when you say tinfoil? It means that we go to what's a dumpster. In, what's in that tin? We, find, we go to a dumpster and find something mushy. <laughs> and then we steam it and put it in foil. That, uh, Just like your Mr. Taco Bell's. No, I think, no. I think you have a very really, twisted view of what Taco you, Bell. You, you've well, actually, you're not that off base on the Taco Bell assessment. Yeah, I'm yes. not going to uh, differ with the Taco Bell, but people don't eat people garbage. Don't eat garbage. Oh well, I will see how it goes after I start selling it. I did become I, a rich man through commerce. Oh, you did, but I yes. don't think let's, you were selling garbage to eat. Okay, let's let's, let's move, move on. on. What what yeah. else do you have? Oh, there's another thing that I learned. A living uh, around you people, not amongst, of course. <laughs> yeah, is that people love things for free. That's absolutely yes. true. Yes, and, and everybody and, loves things for free. And I have promotions. heard. Purely anecdotally, that they give away free things to people upon their admittance to the gate of Yair Stadium. Oh, yeah. You get, like, bobbleheads. You get towel day. They get yeah. the mini bat day. There's all sorts of stuff. Yes. 
So I was happening upon a bathhouse one day, and I noticed somebody wearing leather slapping someone in the face, and the guy seemed to be enjoying it very much. Yep, right outside of a Greek bathhouse. Okay. Man wearing leather slapping another man. No, we got that. And they enjoyed yeah. it very much. Okay, I'm not sure how this is going to apply. Three slaps in the face day. I think that's a that's, very specific yep. taste thing. Upon coming into the stadium, they say, welcome. Uh, please enjoy the live event. Slap, slap, slapity slap. <laughs> right in the face. And people will uh, go, boy, was that fun. Yeah, Just boy. like when I visit the Greek bathhouse with my family. I think a minority things. of people will enjoy that. I oh, don't I think, think the minorities will enjoy it. I think white people will enjoy it. No, that is not, not what I said at all. Yeah, it's y you know listen, what? Again, you just seem wildly out of touch with the working class. I don't think they're going to enjoy that at all, Francis. Just what? like I don't, I don't, I don't even person. think this is a well, class thing. I don't think anyone's going to like getting slapped no. in the face, Joel. Like you wouldn't want to get slapped in the face, would you? Well, of course not. But I'm a different type of person. Not. I grew up in a land where nobody slapped each other in the face, lest they lose their also, head. Also, I don't think you're unless going it's just their glove, in which case they want to duel. <laughs> all right. Well, also, we, I, I got a point. I, I don't think you're going to a Greek bathhouse. Oh, I mean, it might also be a Greek bathhouse, but I think that, that the distinction for the... You know what? I'm just going to move on. Let's move on. Okay, yes. yeah. That sounds like a perfect idea. Joe. What else so are what, you what doing? What else are you to doing to sort of try and connect to the fans? There was one day where after a game uh, was played, I uh, allowed my servants to set me down so that I could walk amongst the stadium. And one thing that I noticed is the seats are made of very hard plastic. That's yes. true. They're Which made me think, aha! Normal people must love sitting on uncomfortable chairs. That's not true at all. They must love it because so many of them come into the stadium and pay what they consider to be a lot they, of money. They, yeah. You know, five or six pence to go sit on these very hard chairs. It's uh, it, per, First of all, the, you're charging a lot more than that for tickets. Just I'm so putting spikes on all the chairs. <laughs> that's okay. That's, Metal spikes on all of the chairs. That's not. Sounds, if they like this uncomfortable chairs. They why? must love painfully uncomfortable chairs. <laughs> why? Okay. Well, I feel like we're on a pain bent right yeah. now. Yeah. We got what? the slapping. We have the spikes in the chairs. Well, if they didn't like pain, why wouldn't they make more money? That's, I mean, I can't even begin to answer that question. Is there anything you're doing that the fans might appreciate? That they actually that, might that enjoy? Would their that would experience better. You mean better. something where I'm giving back? Yes. 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 That'd be great. Show, that'd be a real good show of good faith. Oh, uh, one time I was... Having my servant flip through channels on the television because I like to watch the flashing lights. And then we came amongst a program where a bunch of very disheveled people were being served soup in a line. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. A big soup line. It's, it's they a, were scraggly and they were wearing newspapers around their belts. And they were being served It soup. sounds like a soup kitchen. We're homeless. Sounds like yes, a, it was a kitchen full of soup. Almost sounds like a Great Depression documentary. Yes, it might have been. It was in black and white. <laughs> okay, all right. That's... I mean, there are still soup kitchens, but that... that I mean, probably not to the degree that there was... Soup in kitchens in every lobby at Yair Stadium! That's not... Free well, soup! Wait a minute, Giving Joel. back! Yeah. He's giving free out soup. free soup. Yes. Yeah. Wait, Jordan. Water. Jordan, what, what kind of soup? Well... The only kind of soup I've ever eaten. It's full of uh, roast pygmy duck with uh, gold flakes spread on top of it. And, of course, only the finest cabbages grown organically in the finest gardens. That actually, that, that sounds good. Yeah, I'm kind of... You know, yeah. soup! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. 
Oh, there's going to be diamond garnish inside of it. I think this is a wonderful idea. You don't so eat the diamonds, of course. No, it's a garnish. Right, it's just but, a and garnish. And for the fans, and all any fan can it's get It's just this. for the fans, because I see how you people gobble up your brothy soups, as I do for any appetizer for my six-course meals. So for the record, any fan can just go to the, the As much soup as they'd garnish. like. <laughs> I know how you normal people just line up wearing your newspaper belts. So that somebody wearing a netted, netted stockings on their heads can serve you soup. Well, you know, I didn't think we were going to get to progress, actual progress in this. Yeah, but, but I this think is some semblance people, of it. People will really like this. You're welcome. Not as much as they're going to hate everything else that you've proposed, but they will like this. Yes. They'll love it, eating it upon their spiky seats. Yes. Right after the slap to the face. <laughs> I don't think you should do that every game. I don't. I don't think you should do that any game. Actually, in fact, I think you know what. We appreciate your time, Francis. You're clearly a very busy man. You you didn't get rich by talking to people on podcasts. That's I true. Assume. I got rich by selling foil inside well, garbage, steaming garbage inside a foil. Don't believe that that is true. I started Mr. Taco Bell. I, I believe your family's wealth comes from the slave trade. I have to go. All right. Thank <laughs> okay, you very goodbye, much, Francis. For you, the listeners of Sports 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 Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another Weird Sportsman! Weird Sportsman. Okay, part two. This week's Weird Sportsman, Mike Tyson. Part two. Previously on Weird Sportsman. Previously on Weird Sportsman. There was a very offensive piece in the Sports 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 podcast. Yeah, it wasn't even comedy. No. I don't know that the piece was offensive. I think it was. I mean, it. okay, the actions were offensive. Yeah. We were simply he describing them. Don't he think beats. we should have headlined it as a comedy segment. And right. Then, no. Well, it's I mean, not. It's arguably, we did not headline it as a comedy segment. Right. And but it, as, it with, a comedy show. as with all people with a troubled past... <laughs> He's getting a comeback. Oh, this is wonderful. This yep. will be good. And maybe not that weird. Nope. After being paroled from prison, Tyson <laughs> easily won his comeback bouts against Peter McNeely and Buster Mathis Jr. Tyson's first comeback fight grossed more than $96 million worldwide, including a United States record $63 million in pay-per-view television. The fight was purchased by 1.52 million homes using both pay-per-view viewership and revenue records. Which is interesting because the guy they put him up against was a total patsy. Yeah. The 89-second fight elicited criticism that Tyson's management lined up tomato cans in parentheses to ensure easy victories for his return. Yeah, I mean, this is I've always wondered about this. Like, How does it feel to be the boxer that they approach to be Tyson's first fight back? <laughs> How does like, it feel to be a guy who drops 80 bucks on pay-per-view to get a 90-second fight? Yeah, right? Yeah. I hear that, but also, I mean, that's like, as soon as you'd be like, Tyson wants to fight you, and you'd be like, so they think I'm the worst boxer available. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like Glass Joe. Yeah. Gotta give him a couple Glass Joes. How much is the payout? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll get beat to death for that much. Perfect. 
But then he fought a bunch of tomato cans, right? Yeah. A bunch of people they weren't going to punch back until Tyson v. Holyfield won. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tyson attempted to defend a WBA title against Tyson or Evander Holyfield, who was the fourth fight of his own comeback. Holyfield had retired in 1994 following the loss of his championship to Michael Moore. It said it was said that Don King and Don King, Don <laughs> King and others saw former champion Holyfield, who was 34 at the time of the fight, as a huge underdog, as a washed-up fighter. But not, not correct. Not correct. No. On November 9th, 1996, Las Vegas, Nevada, Tyson faced Holyfield in a uh, title bout dubbed "Finally." <laughs> the most passive aggressively named was it in italics too yeah it was <laughs> finally in a surprising turn of events holyfield who was virtually given no chance to win by numerous commentators defeated tyson by tko when referee mitch helper stopped the bout in round 11 well, say phil why'd he stop the, why, yeah why'd why he stop, he stop the, the bout uh well this was the first one it was just because he was winning oh, okay oh yeah oh right okay so, what did they ever fight against? Tyson versus Holyfield, too. <laughs> and aftermath. <laughs> yes. Okay, here we go. All right. Tyson and Holyfield fought again in June 28, 1997. <sighs> Originally, Helpern was supposed to be the referee, but Tyson's camp protested, and he stepped aside in favor of Mills Lane. Yada, 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 yada. Stuff happened, stuff happened, stuff happened. Tyson bit his ear off. <laughs> Tyson bit his ear off. Each yeah. of his ears. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In 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 Tyson's defense, I guess this is this is what our our boxing fan friend Greg Tonner always tells me tells us is Holyfield was clutching too much, and you know Tyson needed to do something to get him to stop clutching. And apparently, he decided that biting his ears was the way to do. This. I just like the idea yep. that he bites the ears, and I believe they stopped the fight. And uh, then, and yeah, after the first one, and they, they go and they go. Okay, is everyone cool? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then the other one, chunk. Like, yeah, yeah, he got a chunk. It was the third round. The first time Tyson bit him, the match was temporarily stopped. Referees Mill Lane deducted two points from Tyson. Only two points. Yeah. Well, it was a little bite the first time. It was like a nibble. Oh, it was okay. a sexy little nibble on the ear. Mm. Mm. Uh, and then, then the fight resumed. Uh, Tyson did it again. Tyson was disqualified, and Holyfield won the match. One bite was severe enough to remove a piece of Holyfield's right ear, so- which was found on the ring floor after the fight. Interesting story. Yeah. At one point, uh, Jordan and myself are together in Las Vegas. We're yep. walking through the MGM Grand, yep. and we go walking by Evander Holyfield himself. Wow. So Jordan and I both like try to be cool. You know, We get past and we, we look both tough. Turn. We try to look tough. Yeah, and we both go like, was that Evander Holyfield? Oh, my God. Yes, it was. And then in unison, we both stop and we go, did you look at his ear? And then we both go, no, oh, it didn't occur to me. Neither no. of us thought, didn't then, get a look at the bum ear. And it, it, and that's the thing. Every and it, since I've told that story, I'm like, hey, like, hey, I saw someone in Vegas. I saw Van Holy. I wanted to be like, what were his ears, ears like? <laughs> yeah, God, damn uh, it! You know, I didn't look. A long storied boxing career, ultimately going to be remembered largely for one thing, and that's being the Vincent Van being Vincent Van Gogh by somebody else. Closer yeah. to Mister Spocked, right? In yeah, terms of how the ears now up, appear, Mister Spocked. Uh, I, we have very little time, but I want to get to his entertainment career. So, uh, he went bankrupt in 2003. Yep. Yeah. I'd say I feel tough. bad for him, uh, except, you know, that I don't. Yeah. But after professional boxing, he started doing wonderfully, as you may have noticed from the hangover. 
He was in the hangover. So he apparently did not have any sort of lasting impact to the horrible event that was his uh, bankruptcy. No, he didn't. He came back. He bounced some sort of right thing in. where it was like after the, the that happened, he kept feeling terrible for a while. Uh, no, I mean there was. I mean there was some sad stuff. <laughs> Just some, say it, Joel. <laughs> like a like a career blip that followed his bankruptcy. <clears throat> You're going to make me find it, aren't you? No, just keep going. I'm just... Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I was making a, lot a joke of about stuff. the name of the movie that, that brought him back. Oh, I see. I thought you were talking about the death of his children. <laughs> Moving <What>? on! Jeez, <laughs> uh, Joel. Insensitive, geez. man. Yeah, yeah insensitive. I seriously thought that you wanted me to talk about that, and I'm like, I was going to freeze my I don't. I didn't part. know it happened. Uh, well, moving on, <laughs> Joel. Jeez. Now he's touring with the popular one-man show, which is apparently good. Yeah, it's his I've show. Heard tell, well, yeah, he's a one man, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's touring with his one-man show right now. It's selling out all over the place, including Los Angeles. It's about his life. It's apparently very funny. One so. man, five titles, two and a half years. <laughs> Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah. So he he, he he call it a comeback. Yeah, yeah. And that brings an end to another. Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to the close another sports, sports, sports podcast. Before we go, we're going to give a good corporate citizen, Francis Guggenheim, a chance uh, to come back and tell you our contact information. You can email us at sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. That's sports, sports, sports podcast at your gmail.com. You can tweet at us at sports, the number three podcast. That's sports. The number three podcast. You can find us on Facebook by searching Sports 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 Podcast in your cute little, quaint little top bar thingy. You can find us on Stitcher Radio. Download the Stitcher app today at Stitcher.com and search for the Sports 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 Podcast. You can find us on your YouTubes by going to YouTube.com slash Comedy Podnet. While you're there, please subscribe. You can find us on SoundCloud by searching uh, SoundCloud.com slash Sports, sports, sports podcast. You can find us on iTunes by searching sports the number three, all one word, space podcast. That's sports the number three, that's all one word, space podcast. Or you can find all of our back episodes at comedypodcastnetwork.com. Thank you very much, Francis. Absolutely. You're welcome. Hey, listen, just just as an experiment here, uh, we got an extra burrito from Phil's Run earlier. Do you want to try what actual working class food tastes like? I know what that is. Yeah. That's steaming garbage inside of tinfoil. Well, I've seen that before. You're unable to differentiate between a burrito and garbage? It's all garbage to me if it's oh. not quail. Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.